Welcome to Help Stop the Genocide in American Ghettos podcast. This afternoon, we have a special guest, Miss Karina Atkinson from North Carolina. You're live on the air. Hi there. How are you doing today? I hope everyone is doing well. I hope we are holding up well in this quarantine and that everybody's um, families are safe. Um, my name is Karina Atkinson. I'm from Goldsboro, North Carolina, and I go by Rena Speaks. And today I would love to talk with all the listeners about who I am, what I do, and what my mission is. Rena Speaks began as just a um, stage name for spoken word. As for being a spoken word poet, I began doing that in 2014. Um, during my time in college on campus, I attended the University of North Carolina at Pembroke. And as time went on, I was able to expand in my gifts and my passions and um, be able to pick up skills that I really felt like mattered. I graduated December of 2016 and returned home. And after being involved on campus, um, getting into event planning and hosting and public speaking, speaking to the um, youth and doing community service, when I returned to Goldsboro, that's when I began to really put my feet to the ground running. And um, over time, we were getting asked to do spoken word and share poetry and um being a motivational speaker, I'm a speechwriter, so being a keynote or a guest speaker, as well as being a youth mentor. I spent time at the Boys and Girls Club, uh, working with Girl Scouts, which I do currently, um, as well as um, partnering um, with a few organizations here, and just being involved in the community as a whole. And During that time, I've just met some amazing people. So during 2017, and 18 and also 19, um, we've grown. And in 2020, January 1st, um, I decided to launch it into uh, officially into a brand. So that uh, stage name is now the brand Rena Speaks. So to bring everything, you know, I thought to myself, wow, like I'm growing beyond poetry. I'm growing beyond speaking and mentoring youth. These skills can now be my services. So Raina Speaks is your spoken word poet, motivational speaker, creative consultant, uh, youth mentor, women's empowerment, advocate for male uplift, activist, as well as I can um, mentor other poets in poetic writing and poetry performance. So that is who I am. And I'm so excited to be here with Emmanuel Barbie on his show to talk more about it. So today, I wanted to share a little bit of a message of sorts. Um, one of the things that I talk about the most, if I could sum up Rena Speaks' mission into one phrase or one concept, it would be self-love, self-worth, and self-awareness. Now, you would think that talking about um, business empowerment or talking about um, various different things in the community or even the black community, you wouldn't expect to bring me back to self-love, self-worth, and self-awareness. What does that have to do with politics? What does that have to do with black-on-black crime? What does that have to do with mass incarceration and the various other things culturally that I talk about? But you'll find that um, a lot of the discussions we have sometimes are at the root of the heart. 
and recently we've unfortunately seen a story that went viral um, for the young man that was jogging and unfortunately it seemed as though he was hunted and it's really devastating to hear and see those things continuing um i always say you know when it comes to women's empowerment, of course, I'm a woman by default. That is, you know, expected of me. And yes, I am all women's empowerment, but I am an advocate for male uplift first. And the reason being is because we have so many outlets for women's empowerment, um, especially in the black community. Black girls rock, black girl magic, um, black queen, uh, seminars, brunches, workshops. There's conferences, there's, you know, many outlets that are very out and open that deal with women's empowerment. And when we talk about self-love and self-esteem, it has a feminine connotation. However, as a woman and a black woman, I understand that the black woman may be the most disrespected. However, the black man is the most hunted. And I felt that um, because there's this stigma that black men and black women are at war and at odds and you know i had a facebook live series that discussed it called the family feud where i discussed the tensions between black men and black women and how some choose to date outside of their race not because love is love or you can't help who you love but simply because we've gone distressed with each other and unfortunately there are some who choose to date outside their race and just a disclaimer i do not disagree nor do i have an issue with expression relationships only if it's rooted in self-hate which is what, what what i'm discussing now the statement that you know black women are too aggressive and other races uh primarily white women are more docile and more submissive and more loving and caring or black men you know are negative or are lazy or don't have anything going for themselves and it's amazing how the societal stereotypes have merged into our thinking and, and how we uh, perceive each other so the root of that is the heart that self-love that self-worth that self-awareness so this is a message that i hope that uh reaches to um, everyone that i speak to and so that is why um when we talk about that it's important for us to know that one the black woman is the black man's reflection why do i say that well we share skin we share hair and we share circumstances um of course if someone decides to date otherwise then i am completely fine with that choice but let's remember if it's rooted in self-hate then why are we choosing to love whom we love if we choose to love someone outside of our race? So, um, but the mission more so isn't about that. It isn't to say, hey, black men love us only, black women love black men only. It's more so to love ourselves so that we can love each other correctly in the mind frame of you're my brother and you're my sister, the family structure. If we treat each other like brother and sister, if we have a more of a communal mindset towards each other, how better can we fix the issues within ourselves? Because yes, of course, we're going to look at the oppressor. We're going to look at the system we're going to look at racism which is outward but those outward things created inward strikes and inward conflicts such as colorism um you hear often team light skin team dark skin team brown skin however that is a deeply rooted separation between something that is actually one 
one thing that just happens to have a variety in the pigment of our skin. That's really simply it. So um, I love to talk about these things, and I kind of want to bring it home a little bit as I shift um, and talk more about the root of Rena Speaks and why Rena Speaks is growing up. I was kind of a loner, um, wanted to do best academically. Um, I didn't have too many friends, grew up in church faithfully, and um, really the, the whole basis of everything, everything that I do, I end with to God be the glory for everything that I do is for his glory. Um, growing up in church, I sang in the choir. I was introduced to music, which... Um, First, the love I had for performing arts as well as theater, having the chance to do church plays um, and going to high school. Um, just to give some shout outs, I went to Grantham Elementary and Middle. Um, in high school, I went to Southern Wayne High School. I was a part of the chorus. Um, well, I didn't do band in middle school and then, you know, going on to high school, I was a part of the chorus. Um, in middle school, I was under the direction for choir with Miss Cox. And I was fortunate enough to work with her husband, Mr. Cox, for the high school choir. There I learned a lot. Um, and I was able to um, be introduced to the idea of, of okay, college. Um, and so the school of music and should I major in music, should I major in theater. Um, so my love for performing arts did not leave me after um, so much time of being in my youth. But aside from that, I had other interests. So um, law enforcement, criminal justice. I also had an interest in psychology. And I see now why I had interest in those. Even though I chose music business as my major, those things always stayed with me and have been uh, a lot of the root of what I talk about now. But I chose music business because of just how um, the arts and the performing arts are really the driving force of human expression. And it dives into everything, no matter if you're a psychologist, no matter if you are law enforcement, no matter if you're a court judge or a doctor or a nurse. One thing we share in common is music. That is a language we all speak. Entertainment, things that make us feel good, things that tell stories. We all have one so we can all relate to the arts. And that is why I chose it. And so aside from that, the even more going deeper things, I had issues with self-esteem. I had issues with acceptance and rejection. Um, I was always hearing in church, you're peculiar, you're meant to stand out. So I let that keep me afloat. But because I wanted to be um, many things that I wasn't able to be, um, aside from those interests I've already named, I was interested in being on TV. I wanted to be a child star. I wanted to be on Nickelodeon. I wanted to be on Disney Channel. Um, if you've seen the movie Akilah and the Bee, I wanted to really, you know, on the nerd side of me. I wanted to win a spelling bee, but I also wanted to be in movies that mattered. Um, I would see child stars grow up, and I'm like, oh man, I really want to do that. So being your country girl, um, you know, with a city mindset, Unfortunately, my parents weren't able to put me in all of the avenues that I wanted to take. So I did act out a little bit going into my high school years. Didn't know why at the time, but now being older, I see now that it was because my reality was different from everyone else's reality. Being a creative in my mind, 
There were colors. There was vibrance. There was movement. But on the outside, everyone seemed to be so different from me. And so I didn't know how to adjust to reality. I didn't know how to adjust to the status quo of what all the other kids was doing. So I had an attitude. I was angry. But one thing that I didn't realize I did this entire time growing up was right. Aside from the music, aside from my interest in the arts, I had an interest in writing, and I didn't notice until I found old notebooks from when I was a kid. I was always writing. I wrote poetry long before I thought I started. I thought my first poems were written when I was 14 years old, but it was actually even younger than that. I was always writing my bio, and when I played pretend as a kid, I was pretending to be on stage and giving speeches. So that's really, you know, what child do you think or, you know, hear of that does that? So I had no idea that many times I thought that all of these things about me just came out of nowhere. And, you know, people are like, you know, really from high school, like, whoa, like you're different now. But they were deeply rooted and hidden inside, trying to come out, but quite couldn't until it was time when I was little. And those writings, I look back now, and whenever I would, you know, play pretend and write my bio and introduce myself, it was always multiple things. And I had no idea then, um, like I do now, that I was multifaceted. I would always say, Karina Atkinson, author, poet, senior, Grammy Award winner, and I was always named some big things, but it was always more than one. So because of that lack of self-love, I had a lack of self-esteem, being quiet, um, being to myself, and, you know, being in relationships, looking for love, and those things not working out. I had to heal. I had to be restored. And I had to do so through God. So to um, come to an end of this awesome moment to share with you all, I want to tell you a little bit about my present story and testimony. So after all of this, dealing with self-esteem, abandonment, rejection, maybe not feeling good enough, um, dealing with not being popular, having to be okay with the things I didn't get to do as a child, um, dealing with feeling like I've missed my time, you know, I'm not a child anymore, so I can't be a child star. Um, I'm not a child anymore, so I can't be in child pageants. Um, I can't be on the cheerleading team. Those things are gone now. I had to be okay with the time that I'm in. And I struggled because what we often do is in life, we have moments where if we're always told no, whatever yes we can give ourselves, we give it in a hurry. And we end up burning ourselves out because we really just want to take life by the horns and not be able to be told no. And that's what I did. Coming into my first moments of being me, being an adult, I did way too much. I took on way too much because I remember how many no's I got as a kid, how many things, well, we won't be able to do that for you, I heard as a kid, and I got burned out. But we learned patience, and I finally decided, going towards the end of 2019, after being disappointed, brokenhearted, um, falling in and out of love, being told no, ending up in depression, having to do an extra semester in college, considering dropping out, um, you know, having low self-esteem, having to come to love myself, 
not knowing my purpose or who I was. It was towards the end of 2019 I decided something has to change. I was working three jobs because <laughs> when you're a busybody like me, you have to fill all the space. And it's hard for me to, you know, stay in one thing for too long. I get bored easily. I have to be creatively inspired constantly. So I took on three jobs. Old Navy, the Boys and Girls Club, and Girl Scouts. I rotated them well or two. I got burnt out. But one thing I, is my message also. Soul ties isn't just to people or through sexual interactions. I had soul ties to these places because I knew in my heart I wanted to be there, to help those children grow, to invest in them, to make a difference. But one thing I forgot is God's timing, not mine, and that I have other territory to conquer. And even though the devil will always try to push you out of where you should be, because of how hard I fought to stay in those jobs, because working with kids, it was fun. But the environment I was in constantly tried to push me away. And that's the evidence that I was making a difference. But despite all of that, when it was time to let go, I could not. And God told me, if you do this one thing, you're praying about so much, Karina. You want me to do so much. You want to move on to other things. You want to do great things. And you're just like wondering why are you not hearing from me? And the one thing he wanted me to do, if you do this one thing that's hard, leave these places. You do not want to leave because you vowed to be consistent. And also you're a little afraid for me because you don't know what's next. If you be obedient and walk away, you're tired. I have more for you. If you do it, I will make everything else make sense. September of 2019, I left Old Navy. God, what about income? What about income? I'm so used to this rotation of income. Then we come to um, December. I made the decision to leave the Boys and Girls Club, and now I'm still with Girl Scouts. And as soon as I did so, as soon as I said yes, everything else made sense. And I knew it was time to heal. Ask God for me to become new. Purge out all the hurt, pain, and anger from my past. All the heartbreak and disappointment. Once and for all. And it's like a light switch went off. And on January 1st of this year, I said, you know what? We're launching Rena Speaks as a, Rena Speaks as a brand. We have a story to tell, and we're going to tell it. Self-development, prayer, and my relationship with God is stronger than ever before. And I'm so excited that the bookings have come. They've flown in. The opportunities have come, such as this one. They have flown in, and I have met some amazing people. So I hope that, you know, with all that I've discussed, and we've covered quite a lot in this short amount of time, um, one, use your voice. Your voice matters. Young voices matters. I always say love thyself. Know thyself, be thyself, but you first must know thyself because it's hard to love something you don't know in order to be. Self-love, self-worth, and self-awareness. We must be aware of self, love what we're aware of, and know that it's worth so much. 
and to tell your story. Because even though your testimony was for you, it might not be just for you. It may be for someone else. And when it comes to the poetry, I call it the great exchange. I heal, I write, and then I share it. And when I share it, I exchange my healing so that someone else can have theirs. So always put God first. And remember, your voice matters, make impact, and love you, and love your story. Inside and outside, flaws and all, know that you are beautiful and perfect just the way you are, worthy and full of value, and don't change for nobody. I'm Karina Axon, also known as Rena Speaks, because Rena Speaks literally. Back to the host, Emmanuel Barber. Thank you so much for listening. Emmanuel Barber, back to you. Okay, just a moment before you go, please, okay? Uh-huh. I want you to tell my listeners um, where they can find you in terms of if you have a website as well as um, on Facebook and Twitter. All right. Um, Karina Atkinson, I do have a Facebook page, a personal page. Um, my friend requests are getting a little bit ex- um, extraneous. I'm reaching that friend limit. So you can follow me. However, I do have a public page, Rena Speaks. The username for my Facebook page is at Rena Speaks, the number four, the letter U. Rena Speaks for you. You can like that page and follow the entire journey. I'm also on Instagram at underscore it's Rena, underscore I-T-S-R-E-N-A, and Twitter, underscore Rena Speaks. All right. All right. Oh, go go ahead. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Right now, I do not have a website, but we are working on some amazing things in the future. Um, and my YouTube channel, I do have one. You can go ahead and look it up, Rain Speaks. However, it's not updated, but there are some amazing things coming. So if you stay with me on Facebook and Instagram, you will definitely see those things coming into fruition. I'm excited to work with anyone that wants to work with me. I'm all about love and collaboration and networking. Competition is never a thing because when I win, you win. Great. And because you, because you came on the show and I give this to all of my guest speakers, I'm willing to, um, you know, after the show, um, work with you in terms of helping you create your own free website. Um, I'm also in the process of uh, turning my book into a film. So uh, I definitely want you to consider, you know, being a part of my um, uh, film project. And that can also help you get more exposure as well. So I want you to just think about that. And that's going to conclude our um, show for this evening.